Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Full Power Ministries. We've got Almond Gunter with us today, and we're going to be talking about the power of encouragement. So stick around. All right, all right. Mr. Almond, how are you, sir? Man, I'm good, brother. I mean, it's good to finally get face to face, right? I know, I know. Yeah. We we did the we did the video thing and yeah, uh, yeah. now it's good to have you in studio and get to meet you in person. So it's good to be in North Carolina, brother. That's right. Man, that's <laughs> that's the truth. I don't care who you are, that's the truth. It's good to be up here. But yes. yeah, man, so you've been you've been bebopping all over the place. Yeah, I've been pretty busy this morning. The professor had me uh, you know, meet some people. I've gotten an opportunity to speak at a couple of high schools, which is great. You know, yeah. anytime you can pour into young people, it's always good. So uh I've actually eaten good, you know, had, there you go. had good breakfast, good lunch. Larry's hey, taking good it, care yeah, of you. You know, we're just rolling with it, brother. We're just rolling with it. Good, <laughs> man. Good. Well, hey, um, before we kind of get too far into uh, kind of talking about encouragement and that powerful uh, impact it has in our lives as men, uh, you mind praising it? Oh, in? you know I got it. Let's do it. Hey, dear Heavenly Father, just coming to you as humble servants. Uh, we're grateful for this opportunity to just be with Andrew and the fellowship and uh, just so grateful to have a friend like Larry who just, you know, connected me with the right people. We know it's all to do your work and uh, to do your will. Uh, so we're just asking you to take over this and uh, lead it in the way you want it to go. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That's good, man. Appreciate you. All right. So encouragement i and you you tell me if i'm wrong if i'm way off base but i feel like it's something we're missing out on i feel like like our society is like just not encouraging us specifically as men too no you know what i i think you're spot on like so for me i always tell people that i love words yeah. i mean and, and and they really matter so when i think of the word encourage you know i just break it down i think you have to be in and have courage. Um, one of my favorite words of all time is the word courage. My mother used to say, look, with 20 seconds of courage, you can overcome anything and you can do anything. Um, the, the reason that I think that word is so special is, number one, it requires you to make a conscious decision about your life. And uh, what I'm talking about is this. You know, courage to me says I'm going to be all in chasing something that in the end I might not get. You know, it's 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 like having faith, right? At the end of the day, you have to give your life over and just trust. Um, and so courage for a lot of people, it's scary. But I think it's the best way to live because with that, you get no regrets, right? If I wake up every day and I really put 100% of myself into something that is worthwhile, whether I get it or not is totally irrelevant. Yeah. What's relevant is, is that I did my best. And uh, so I think that's what we miss. I think like like right now, I think most people want uh, they want some security, right? They they want a sure thing. And I, I you know again, faith is all about you just got to believe. Yeah, you got to take that step. That man. is the sure thing, right? Yep. The, the sure thing is is when he said, "Look, it's finished." Hmm. And so if you believe that, then I think you 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 are encouraged. Yeah, you are encouraged to live a life that says, "Look, I'm just going to go get it." That's good, man. That's good. So um, thinking about the idea of encouragement, let's talk about, you know, us as guys, it, we just struggle with these emotions and how do we relate with each other? And, you know, if we're not talking about like pickup trucks right. or hunting or sports or, you know, video, you know, all these macho, if we're not talking about that, right. like, I, I don't know how to communicate with other guys, right. but I think it's so important that, you know, as fellow believers that we come alongside each other and we provide that encouragement to one another as Christian brothers. So 
tell us, tell us a few little frameworks on how can we, you know, get past this, whatever the, the male <laughs> thing is and actually encourage each other. How well, can we get there? Well, I think the biggest thing is, is, is first and foremost, we have to, we have to realize that we're more alike than we're different. That's good, man. Yeah. Like, like, like at the end of the day, chances are if you're going through something, there's someone else who's going through the same types of things. And so I think the biggest thing is men is, is just being able to communicate, but also having the courage enough to put yourself out there. Because look, number one is risk, right? It, it, it's a lot of risk. If, if I risk being vulnerable, I risk appearing the fool. If I risk loving, I risk being not loved in return. But I think as men, we should encourage each other to really put ourselves out there and communicate about the things that are going on. Because, you know, it's like talking to kids all the time. I say, look, if you have a question, chances are someone else in the room have that very same question. So I think as men, we have questions and we've always had those questions, but I think it's up to us to solve them, right? Yeah. We have to be willing to talk to them and, and have the hard conversation as men. Because there's things, you know, it's bigger than pickup trucks, it's bigger than hunting. Uh, at, at the end of the day, there's other things going on that we need to take care of, which is like, how do we lead with our lives? How do we lead with our lives? And, and that takes hard conversation, right? Uh, my grandfather used to say, look, right is right even if no one's doing it, and wrong is wrong even if everyone's doing it. That's good, man. So to really be encouraged, I think you have to be willing to surround yourself with the right people who are going to push you. You know, again, if they if you show me your friends, I'll show you your future. If you are around five negative people, you're going to be number six. So I say to really be encouraged, man. Choose choose people that number one, they smile when they see you walking towards them. I think as guys, that's where you can start. That's good, man. Because that's true yeah. friendship, right? Like if I see you coming, it's like with a professor. When I see him coming, look, I know no matter what, we're going to have a good time. Like we're gonna have a good time, and 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 when you start from there, it's easy to have conversation. Yep, that's good, man. And uh, so that's kind of how we can encourage the guys around us. But you know, I think something else that we've kind of been you know missing out on a little bit is well, actually, I think we've been missing out on, and I think we've been doing it wrong at the same time is affirming ourselves. Um, I think we've been missing out on it because. A lot of guys are like me and I'm like, oh, that's that's hoo hoo ha ha. You know, I don't right. I don't need to tell myself that I'm good at stuff or, you know, that I'm creative or right. I, I, that's hoo hoo ha ha. I don't do that. And then you've got the other end of the spectrum where you've got, um, you know, guys kind of approaching it from all they do is self-talk, you right. know, self-talk, self-talk, right. self-talk. So where's that happy balance as Christian guys, where we take the truths of the Bible of what Jesus says over mm -hmm. us, our identity statements, and we can actually affirm and encourage ourselves. How do we do that? Well, you know, I always say, look, you have to talk yourself into your dreams. You know, most people talk themselves out of their dreams. And, and what I mean by that is they'll set these goals and, and there's some things that they want to do, but you know, God's on his own time frame. Yep, and so true. when things doesn't seem to go the way you want it to go, whatever, you start talking yourselves out of what it is you say you really want. So, number one, I think we have to do a better job of talking ourselves into our dreams. I think the other thing that we have to do is, is just be realistic. Know that everything takes time. Just because it hasn't happened doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. Uh, again, it goes back to that faith, right? Like, I, I've got to have faith in that what I'm doing and what I'm saying is the right thing. And, uh, and again, you just have to outlast it. Uh, so I think as men, 
we have to be willing to do that. The other thing is, look, if you're the best at what you do, people know. And that's why I always say lead with your life. Like, I think we have to be honest about, you know, for instance, I'll, I'll tell you a story that it, it cracked me up. You know, I was speaking for a conference. It's about 3,500 people. And at the end of it, you know, a guy comes up to me and he says, so I guess you were pretty fast. Now, <laughs> you know, I guess I could have just said, well, well, maybe. But the truth of the matter is, no, I'm not guessing that I know. I mean, it's 400 million people on the planet. And if, if we ran 200 meters, there was a time where there was only 12 faster than me. So, no, I know I'm fast. Yeah. So I think we have to be able to own the things that we do well yeah. so we can inspire other people. Because in my head, I go, what if I would have downplayed that and said, well, maybe. I, then it doesn't inspire anyone. Yeah. It, it says that even when you're the best, you can't really say you're the best. Yeah. You know, and, um, and, and I don't mean to interrupt, but a cool thought that came to me too is that brings glory back to God because when he makes you the 13th fastest guy on the planet, if, if you stand up and say that and say, look, God gave me these legs and these muscles yeah. and this athletic ability to do this stuff. Yes. It's God. Yes. When you're putting it back to him, that's, that's well, huge, and, man. And that's the thing, right? And especially when you know my background and where I came from and then to be able to ascend to this level, I mean, it's just saying, look, well, I know that wasn't me. It's a gift. And so that gift of being able to perform at that level is now what's given me the thing that's most dear to me is I get to serve people. I get to work with kids. I get to work with adults. I get to work with businesses. None of this stuff. Like this podcast isn't happening if I don't use the gift that God gave me to be one of the best, you know, student athletes in the world, right? He gave me that ability. And, and now that's parlayed into this and all the things that we do. Um, so I think there's chapters in your life. And, and I always say that when you don't utilize your gift to its full potential, I believe that you cut off someone else's gift. See, because there's some things that I needed to do in order to inspire some other people. And my mother had this statement. She used to say, listen, some of the bridges you build are not for you to cross. They're for other people to cross. And so that's how I look at gifts. I look like, I, you know, I need to do all I can with what I have because this bridge that I'm building, perhaps it's not for me, mm -hmm. but maybe someone else will see it, be encouraged, and then they can pick it up and take it further. That's good, man. And that kind of segues right into what I was thinking about next. So I know you do a lot of work with students, a lot of work with youth. And to me, thinking about encouragement and everything, we've kind of talked about how we encourage those around us, how we encourage ourselves. How do we encourage the next generation? You know, there, uh, uh, there's always a gap with, oh, yeah. with generations, yeah. you know, because they approach things differently than we do. They see the world differently than we do. So how do we, you know, take from our generation, whatever generation we may be, mm -hmm. and really pour encouragement and speak encouragement into the next generation? Well, it, it, it's funny for me, like when I look at, you know, generational gaps and, and, you know, this generation versus that generation, I always say the generation, you know, prior always says the next generation is distractions. You know, they have more distractions because things change and you have all those things. Uh, so I always like to use the analogy of this because this doesn't change, right? This, this, this one thing that I'm going to give you, it doesn't change. My grandfather says, look, you can build as big a house you want with the right foundation. See, the foundation should all be the same. It's to the bedrock. Most people look at other people and go, oh, what's their potential? What's their ceiling? 
for me, I think if we're going to inspire kids, we need to focus on their floor. We need to make sure that they have the foundation, that they understand what commitment is and sacrifices and faith and all of those things, because those are the things that stand the test of time. Like if you took a thousand architects and you said to them, hey, look, you can draw anything you want. You, it can be a, fame, uh, a single family home. It could be a hundred story building. It could be anything you want. At the end of the day, the one thing that each one of them will make sure is that the foundation would be able to hold whatever structure they put up. And I think if we're going to inspire kids, that's what we have to do. But we got to lead with our lives, right? Because they're looking at us. They have all of these distractions going on, but they're always looking. Yeah. They're always watching. Yep. Not so much what we say, but what we do. How do we lead? And I think that if, if we're leading lives where they can clearly see that there is a foundation that's really rooted to the bedrock in faith uh, and really believing, um, that's how you inspire them. You know, because, again, that's what kids really want. Right. They want boundaries. They want to know that you love them enough to tell them the truth, even if it's not fun. Yep. You know, it's true. <laughs> I, I've got a I've got a two year old and a four year old that uh, that uh, they will attest to that in years to come. They won't they won't tell you now because they don't understand right. it. But uh, right. yeah, when uh, when daddy and mama, you know, have safe boundaries at home and, you know, we're like. I know you want to do this, right. but it's time to read the Bible and go to bed. Right. You know, right. that's what we're doing. <laughs> we're not playing with blocks right now. There's a time and a place for blocks. Well, and, and that's what, you know, like, like I laugh, I, you know, the professor and I were in the car and we were talking about this, but you know, I have three kids and, and, and they're adults, you know, and, and the one thing, if you, if you ask them, they go, look, you know, daddy doesn't play like, like, and it served them well because now they're all productive. They're all productive. They're all independent. They're all able to live their lives. They're all, you know, able to make good choices. And at the end of the day, that's what's really important. Because, because as their father, that's what I'm there to do. Right? Is to give information and to lead. You know, it's, it's not, it's not to make them like me. Yeah. Right. So, so sometimes, you know, it's, it, it's not fun, but. But it's worth it. It's so worth it. It's so it's worth, worth it. Right. Well, that's good, man. And, uh, you know, I think my kind of thoughts kind of in some total, I guess, is just how important encouragement is because if we're not, if we're not intentionally pouring into the guys around us, if we're mm -hmm. not intentionally speaking Christ's identity statements over ourselves to, you know, we can't have an empty well, you know, we can't mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. go and start pouring into those around us or into our kids right. and to the point where we're dry. So speaking those identity statements over ourselves focusing on pouring into our kids, focusing, pouring on kids at church, kids in the community, you know, um, I, I think we've got a big, big opportunity to turn things around. You know, um, there's good things and bad things about the day and age we're in. Right. And, um, I think we can have a lot more positive if like you're talking about, we focus on foundational things, faith-based things, and then just encourage each other. Yeah. I mean, cause at the end of the day, you can't give what you don't have, right? You, you have to know your value. You know, um, when I'm talking to anyone, I mean, for me, it's about helping people to understand it. You, you, we all have something, we all have a gift. And, and when you understand that value and you live it out to the best of your abilities, you attract better things. And so if we, you know, if we want to be better, it's about knowing your value, uh, being able to outlast whatever come your way, because it's coming, right? 
I mean, it's coming. You, you're going to be tested. That's all a part of it. That's, that's how you grow. I always say without challenge, change, and conflict, you have nothing. And, and, and you know, and, and, and God has his own way of seeing where you are and, and exactly when you're there. And, and as my mother would say, he's never late. It's always on time. I mean, it's up to you, though, to outlast it. You know, and you, you, you have to understand that. But with, with kids, uh, with anyone, for me, it's about foundation. How do I help people make sure they're putting the right bricks in their foundation? Because I, I know for me, that's, that's the only way I'm able to stand. Yep. You know, yep. <laughs> I think for all of us, it, all of us have been through something. And I yep. bet when you look back, you go, oh, I see. I yep. see how, I, okay, that's where my faith kicked in. Yeah, that's where he carried me. And, you know, I think the the parable that Jesus shares about, you know, building the house on the sand, building the house on the rocks speaks to yeah. exactly what you're yeah. sharing. Yeah. You know, it's the the significance of having that foundation that we can build our lives and build our character upon, build our personality upon. Um, so, yeah, man, um, I'll tell you what. Do you mind praying some encouragement over the guys listening and oh, watching? Come on, you know, I yeah, will. let's do it, man. Hey, dear Heavenly Father, coming to you once again, and we're just asking that you give everyone the courage they need to just stand. Uh, at the end of the day, it's, it, you're only as good as you believe you are. And if we truly believe that on the cross it was finished, it was done, that after three days you got up, then we should all be encouraged, all be inspired to just keep doing your will. Uh, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 Thanks for coming on the show, man. No, man, thanks for having it's me. It's a man. blessing. It, it was, I, I was jacked up when the professor said, hey, you're going to get to do your podcast. I'm, I'm excited, man. See my boy Andrew face-to-face. -face. Let's <laughs> do it, man. Let's do it. Well, hey, next time you're in town, it's always an open door for you. Nice. Love to have you we back, man. We love it. That's good, buddy. All right, guys. So appreciate you guys checking out the video. And um, as always, uh, if you want to go deeper, get plugged in with uh, your local church. And uh, we've got some more videos over here that you can check out and uh, go ahead and hit the subscribe button and uh, you'll be able to keep up with the content we're releasing and you're loved, you're sent, go out there, be blessed.